the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Well, I suppose it's 2024. Somehow we are here. January 7th, Sunday, 2024. And I always remember for the first two weeks of the year, maybe 10 days to write 24 on all the things I write out with a pen that need a date on them. But then after those two weeks, I revert back to the 2023 thing. Anyone else do that? But we're turning over a new page, a new leaf onward. How are we feeling about 2024 so far? I guess there's always been a full week of radio already, but this is our first crack at it. One of those years where, yeah, it was Christmas Eve on Sunday for Backbone Radio. We decided we better not be doing that one, but we were in Verandy Corporate on the 23rd. And then it was New Year's Eve on the Sunday, so we said, well, we better not be trying to do Backbone on New Year's Eve, though it would have been fun. I've done a few of those shows, but here we are, fresh, ready to go, fresh horses for 2024. And I'm curious what people might have on their mind, and I've got all kinds of topics to be unfurling. And one thing does seem clear, that Joe Biden is staking his campaign on the J6 narrative. That's what he likes. That's what he likes to talk about. We almost lost it all that day on January 6th, 2021. That's going to be his deal. That's going to be their plan. And it gives them something to talk about. They don't have, like, much else positive to talk about. Like, hey, Joe, you want to talk about how the economy's been doing under your watch? Uh, No. Okay. You want to talk about that Afghanistan pullout? Uh, no. Okay. You want to talk about the Ukraine catastrophe on your watch, Joe Biden? Oh, you don't want to talk about that? Let's let's go back to that thing that they manufactured called J six, and that was yesterday. And you had the mainstream media doing their best to prop up that groaning, creaking pillar of establishment power. There was some MSNBC commentator was like crying on the cameras because they were so scared that we almost lost it all that day with all those J6 protesters sauntering around, sauntering around the Capitol, walking around, taking selfies. Yeah, sending them back home to grandma, though a bunch of them were gentle little grandmas there on on J6 2021. But I just throw it out there. Who's who's buying it? Who buys it? Who thinks that's enough to stake your campaign on? 
Yeah, is that enough? Is that going to do it? Or are, like, you know, as Scott Adams says, are they planting their flag in a very narrow little ravine that the more years go by, the more things just do not add up on it? The more holes have been poked in all of the initial propaganda that came out around the J6 event. And I, for one... Saw through it at the time, have seen through it every day since then, and am now just at the point of just mocking it, mocking this J6 nonsense that is going to be the entire pillar of the Biden campaign, one of the pillars of establishment power. And as you know, we are under a lot of pressure to be a good boy and support the regime and support the pillars of state establishment power. Yeah, if you don't celebrate J6 with the establishment, well, off to the gulag with you. You got to be thrown into some kind of a camp somewhere for those who do not sufficiently support the regime. <laughs> I thought I might go through a few of the points on J6 that just don't add up, and we've been talking about them for years around here. But I don't know, aren't there some folks out there that kind of thought, yeah, golly, you know, that J6 was, was pretty bad. But then how did you feel about that a year after, and then uh, another year after, and then now another year after? Doesn't it look thinner and shabbier and faker and more manufactured in your own mind? Doesn't it? Doesn't it? you got to admit it. It's not easy to create astroturf events when you're a propagandist. It's not easy to create a Potemkin village that really does pass muster when people are looking into it a year, a two, a three after the fact. It's hard to do it. It's hard to create that kind of a reality. But they'll get a few. They'll get a few. The people that the literalist, the literalist leftists that are attached to their screens and swallow all the propaganda that's sent their way, making them making themselves miserable, what unhappy lives they must be leading. So I'll unfurl a bit of J6 truth. Vivek Ramaswamy's been doing that over. He did that hard yesterday. Really fascinating. Mockery, folks. Mock the J6 pillar of their power. Just mock it. Let's laugh at it. Let's joke about it. Yeah. Go through that here after a bit. I was having a thought earlier um, in the week about where are the elders now? And I mean that politically speaking, and that all these years I've been politically a big, astute reader. I've got all the books and I've got all the stuff and I read all the publications and been doing that since middle school. But you start looking around today at the current crop of commentators, left, right, center, and I just start to feel like, huh, where are the people that I really respected? Where are the people that I really admired? And, you know, where are the people you can go to on the radio? You know, Rush Limbaugh is gone. Where are the people that you can kind of look up to and think, oh, no, that person knows more than I do? That person really knows their stuff. I got to listen to what they have to say. I got to watch what they have to say. I have to get their books and write down notes from their books. And where, 
do you ever step back and have a realization that maybe those people aren't really there anymore? And that kind of the baton gets passed and now it's kind of down to us? Do you know what I mean by that? I guess it's kind of a strange thought, but kind of a sobering thought as well. That, my gosh, you look out across the landscape and you realize that those people in the Beltway, the people you elect and all that, they do not know what they're talking about. They do not know what they're doing. And I would submit this to you, ladies and gentlemen, that the listenership of this station and of Mac Backbone Country, yes, I'm biased in particular, we know more about politics than the people in the Beltway. We know more about politics than just about every commentator out there. We know more. And I would say, let that sink in a minute. Let that sink in. Let, let yourself know that, that you do know more. We know more. And there's some consequences that flow from that, and maybe a kind of confidence that should flow from that. Might explore that in kind of an essay format as time goes on. A lot of chaos in the Biden White House. They didn't even know the Secretary of Defense, Austin, Lloyd Austin, was out for a week. He was out. Where, where's Lloyd? He, he ain't here. Well, where'd he go? We don't know. <laughs> Talk about chaos in the Biden White House. All those years they tried to manufacture the perception of chaos in the Trump White House, and now we've got a week. Biden's White House doesn't even know where the sec def is, and they're like, um... Total incompetence, ladies and gentlemen. I'll explore that. I'll explore that. The, I always had tried to manufacture the chaos. Yeah. We'll talk about the Epstein blackmail stuff. Some of those flight logs have come out. A bit more on the Biden. Obama. Obama's worried about Trump's political power. Obama sat down with Biden and said, oh boy, looks like Trump's really, really rolling. Uh, what are you going to do about it, Joe? You got to do something. You got to change how you're doing this, Joe. Yeah, we'll we'll talk. 303-696-1971. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710, KNUS. Along about 1825, I left Tennessee very much alive. And I never would have got through the Arkansas mud if I hadn't been a riding that Tennessee stud. I had some trouble with my sweetheart's paw, and one of her brothers was about outlaw. I sent her a letter by my uncle Foot, then I rode away on the Tennessee stud. The Tennessee stud was long and lean, the color of the sun, and his eyes were green. He had the nerve and he had the blood And there never was a horse like the Tennessee Stud Oh yeah, the first song for Backbone Radio 2024, Doc Watson. Remember the nitty-gritty dirt band Bluegrass album came out in the early 70s? Brought a whole bunch of great country and bluegrass stars together and one of the all-time greatest albums of, like, all time. So I thought we'd do a song about a horse. 
About a horse, our first song for 2024. That's a horse's foot in the gravel, son. If you listen to the... They talk about that song about a couple minutes before they start playing it. It's on the album. Some of you folks know what I'm talking about. Yeah. At any rate, I'm reading some Cormac McCarthy these days, and he writes a lot about horses, doesn't he? Cormac. Maybe I'll talk about Cormac at some point. Can't quite get my mind around that guy. One of the greatest authors this country has ever produced. But yet, I think Cormac had a screw loose or two. Yeah, kind of a heavy guy. Thanks for all the text-to-studio flowing in. I'll be able to read and respond as the show goes on. But yeah, J6, I think that's like, uh, hey, mockery time, mockery. They've gone for it. They've staked their claim on their manufactured event. How many feds were in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many? They won't tell us. (laughs) All those folks sauntering around, respecting the velvet ropes in the statuary at the Capitol. Oh, look at that velvet rope. Stay in between the lines, Grandma. At any rate, let's get right to some phone action. And Rick, our very own marathon man, glad you're here. Happy New Year, Rick. What's on your mind? Happy New Year, Matt. And I must say that was a great song, Wilbur. (laughs) Yes. Doc Watson, the blind man from the holler, North Carolina. One of the all-time, all-times. And the album, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Yes. Listen, you're right. It's, it's a barren landscape out there after Rush. I, I, you know, I can't, I can't do most of these people uh, on AM anymore because the fact is, yeah. Not you know, only you start thinking. They ignorant. They, they just don't have the it factor. I'll listen to Bon Gino now and again, and, of course, you and Randy, but that's it locally also. Yeah, and Bongino, love that guy. He's just, boy, is he angry all the time. I mean, he's just, like, ticked, super ticked. <laughs> and Le- Levin is like that, you know. Like, these people are flying off the handle all the time. And I love him, but it's like, after a while, I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Rush was the only one you could listen to every day. Every day that was... And learn something. To, and learn something, Yes. But a lot of folks, you get a sense that they're just pushing some propaganda angle or something. They're, they're like, doing their script or, like, the reason they got their post. And I'm not talking about here, but nationally. The reason they got their post is, like, to, to pound on these certain XYZ views to help yes. the establishment, right? Yes. It's very yeah. boring. It's like Republicans. You know, I, I'm changing the subject real fast. But the Republicans are right they doing it again with the— the deep state postpones everything that we want. If you ever know, they delay, delay, delay. They do it, whether it's the impeachment, whether it's close the borders. I mean, Johnson goes out there. But, but hey, man, we know what's going on. What, you, know, you and 60 congressmen, duh. Yep. Doesn't it get you mad? Oh, they, they just keep, you know, they play with us. They're not going to do anything. Yep. You're, you just have to say we're always at the mercy of the deep staters deciding what information can be revealed and when. And you can pretty much count on it being revealed on their own timing and in a way that helps themselves out, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We spent years on that with Barr. And, boy, I'm still a little chafed about that one. Yeah. 
Yeah. Then we wait for Durham for three years. It comes out. And, of course, everyone's guilty. But, of course, it doesn't mean anything because no one's indicted. What a joke. Yeah. And as these... Everyone's guilty, but we're not going to do anything about it. Next. (laughs) You almost have to laugh. And with these Epstein revelations, it occurred to me, remember A.G. Barr helped cover up the death of of Epstein? He he helped. To me, that was when I was starting to think, okay, this Barr guy, card-carrying member of the deep state, there's there's one of them right there, the A.G. But the deep state's so incompetent, they had to do it twice to Epstein. (laughs) Twice? You mean he died twice? Well, you know, the first one, they saved him. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, I guess there was some event in there, wasn't it? Well, no, it's twice. Yeah, they, he had already been, he was supposed to be then in the most super cell, and it couldn't happen again. He tried to commit suicide the first time, and I knew that was bogus anyhow. And then the second time, well, you know, they, they did it again. But to me, that showed the hoot spot. They, they didn't care what the public thought. Yeah, let's do, just do it and get it out of the way. Yeah, well, they did. And the big revelation out of that so far is that Bill Clinton... Likes him young. That's what they were saying. Just nails Bill Clinton to the wall. Hmm. Apparently they were trying to get in communication. Was this Virginia Jeffrey, or whoever you pronounce her name, with both Bill and Hillary Clinton's attorneys? And so Hillary's a little bit in there, too. It's... Yeah. And so Prince Andrew and Ehud Barak, former prime minister of Israel, they, they, they fare very poorly in these revelations. And, uh, of course, I always feel like they're scripted and curated and designed to come out in such a way that whatever deep stater gets hurt by these um, was put out by other deep staters who want to hurt their other people. Does that make sense? The reason they're they're, they're letting go of the Clintons, I think. And so maybe the Obama Biden people kind of behind their "Eh, let's let's get rid of the Clintons. That's how that came out. The Clintons always have insurance, though. <laughs> Believe me, they wouldn't go down easy. No, nope, they would not. But they're just looking kind of bad right now. But it's not like new information, I guess, right? It, what we it, need are the uh, the client lists, not just the flight right. logs. The client we'll, lists. We'll never see the client lists. You don't think so? I don't. I, I don't no. think we'll so never, either. We'll never see the JFKs. You know, time is always on their side. Always. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is the biggest problem, biggest issue. And by the way, did you see uh, Trump in Clinton, Iowa last night? Uh, He was in like four places in Iowa yesterday. Newton, Iowa. Was there a place called Clinton, Iowa? That was the end. And a few others. Yeah. Uh, Lines to get into his auditoriums, packed houses, the USA, USA chants. Oh, glory. I got a few few audio clips from it all. It's great. You know, again, you know. He was kidding about, you know, I'm going to be a dictator, and right away all the news, you know, they say, he said it. <laughs> Trump admits, I am a dictator. Remember he said that? But yeah. he was kidding, yeah. saying but, what he'd do on the first day. But only know. one day, though. Only one day. Right. Yeah. Right. See, he's he's toying with them. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how you know they're, you know, remember when Trump made that joke about Russia, if you're listening. Oh, right. And then the media, see, they... They'll they'll grab on to anything that he's obviously joking, and then they'll present it like he was serious and pretty desperate people. They you are, want my opinion? They, oh yeah, they, they're just so pathetic too. And they know they, they're losing, though. That's the thing. We sit here, twenty twenty four, and they know they're losing. Obama is worrying about Trump's comeback, Trump's political power. Yeah, they know they're losing, man. 
And so what are they going to do, Rick? That's going to be the question for this year. I I don't even want to ponder what Yeah. But I think I don't want people getting around, you know, sitting around being like defeatist, like, oh, they're going to do some big, huge thing. Oh, it's going to be bad. But it's going to be straight up defeated. That's what has to happen. You just got to straight up defeat these people. And um, they're going to have to get used to that. Well, Rick, good luck on your next marathon. Happy New Year. Talk soon. Listen to podcast of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710knus.com. 20-some-odd years ago. <laughs> I ran away for the first time. When I was four years old, I'm a creep on the My home is on my back. I know every inch I wear. Every foot of back road. Every mile of railroad track Got a girl in Cincinnati Got a woman in San Antonio Always love the girl next door But any place is home I'm a freeborn man My home is on my back Freeborn man, yeah, Jimmy Martin the Bean Blossom Festival, 1973. One of my all-time favorite live bluegrass songs. Yeah, we're free-born men and women in this country. But sometimes you don't think of it as freedom living in the gulag we're living in. Under the deep state, the ruling class, the beltway, the Joe Biden administration. Has there ever been an administration done more to try to censor political opposition, to control narratives, to shut people down. Oh, all the coordination that's been coming out. Yeah, Biden uh, throwing open the border, wide open border, crime rampant in Biden's America. Do they really care about the rule of law? Yeah, you listen to his J6 speech and you think he really cares about the rule of law. This Joe Biden guy, he's all about the law. He's all about freedom. But no one's ever done more to try to arrest his political opponent. Yeah. Shut up any dissenting views. Throw them in the gulag. Contrary to the rule of law, throw the border wide open and let crime to run rampant. Trump said, yeah, the... Migration, they're poisoning the blood of the United States of America, blood of the people, United States of America. Yeah, absolutely right. It's, it's called fentanyl. Fentanyl coming across that border, poisoning the blood of the United States of America. Uh-huh. This J6 thing, mockery, mockery. I'll unfurl a bit more. Let's start saying more hellos. Joe in Arvada. Glad you're here, Joe. Welcome. Well, hi, Matt. Happy 2024. Happy 2024. I couldn't help to hear you say, uh, can you die twice? Uh, Well, there's an old Christian expression. uh, You have to be born again, so you have to be born twice just to die once. But if you die, if you're not born again, you were born once and you die twice. 
That that may have been what happened to Epstein. Sounds like Joe. <laughs> he may not be in a good place. I don't know if that was a real man of faith there. You know, if you look at the works, yeah, the good works, well, uh, maybe, maybe not. Death, maybe there's deathbed repentance. Uh, I wonder if he knew his the perpetrator. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Anyway, just saying. Yep, I hear you. Uh, well, anybody in the in the reach of my voice, please watch the Tucker Carlson interview of Clay Higgins. Clay Higgins, Representative Clay Higgins, who's actually kind of looking into what happened on J six, and he says there's at least two hundred feds in the crowd on J six. If you guys that are out there that are Fed supporters, Clay Higgins is eminently qualified. He's an he's LEO. Investigator. Yeah. yeah. He's he's also uh, a former cop. He's been a cop all his life. And Clay Higgins knows the truth, and he spills a lot of it on the Tucker Carlson Higgins. If you want to know what happened on J6, listen to the interview. A little tidbit here. Clay Higgins clearly looked at all the evidence and says that the J6 event was being planned for the by the FBI 10 months before J6. <laughs> That's way before the election. Lot of advanced of planning. Exactly. Yeah. And he says it. It's conspiracy. Now what are the crimes? I would say sedition. He names names. Uh, there, there are a bunch of names to be named. And for those of you in the media that were saying, oh, oh, there's nothing to see here, there was no feds involved, he gives a number of how many feds were involved, actually dressed inside the Capitol, you know, waving the group in as Trump supporters. They were dressed as Trump supporters. And who those people, how many of those people there were? 200. Listen up again, media. Two hundred. Yeah. See, count them. It was a plan. It was a plan, and everyone that's in prison now that was uh, prosecuted for trespassing, not only should they be pardoned, but the the government should be doing a mea culpa right now. And if you're not, if you were part of that crime, I'll say it crime, you need to be prosecuted for many, many different crimes. You you not only entrapped these people, but you conspired to, uh, ahead of the election, to uh, denigrate the, the, the people who questioned the election. I, I, I'll tell you, we'll look back at this. It was a Fedsurrection. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't understand that needs to look further. Julie Kelly has, a, I believe she coined that term, and it's a reporter formerly with the American Greatness, and boy, she has been dogged in her pursuit of J6 truth. And those of us who've been reading her all these years, I mean, a lot of this information is not new, but Clay Higgins, to come out with that 200 number, that is kind of new. But the uh, other feds that they have interviewed and said, how many, how many, tell us how many feds were in the Capitol that day. And they, they refused to say, they have always refused to say the number. 
right? And um, somehow they've just been able to skate along. And why they've been able to skate along is because the rhinos are wanting to use this to get rid of Trump and MAGA as well. Make sense? Oh, it does. And and these rhinos that are supposedly, uh, you know, prosecutors or former prosecutors or and and they and they made fun of Trump and uh, and all of these things that he said about the feds and and these people that have been prosecuted what you should be doing former prosecutor or prosecutor if you're a conservative republican is you should be lining up to prosecute these criminals in the FBI that's what you should be doing and you should be uh uh accusing, yes, the DOJ of malpractice, of what they've done. And they, uh, these judges, judge, if you, if you convicted some guy that wandered into the, into the Capitol at the direction of a entrapping FBI agent in a conspiracy to commit a crime against these, yes, Trump supporters, you should be disbarred from practicing law. So, you shouldn't Joe, be a judge. So you kind of think that, all right, so the uh, J6 people, the political hostages, say they get freed, they get let out of their gulags. Um, you don't think we should just sort of like say, oh, whew, glad we got them out of there. Whew, boy, I'm glad that whole J6 thing uh, washed over and went away. You think, no, it's time to go on offense. And to go after oh, yeah. the people that did the setup, that did the Fed surrection, that orchestrated the deal. You think you think that it's time to go back after them, huh? Absolutely. And I'll name names. Christopher Ray, you should be number one on the hot seat to hit not just to be losing your job, you should be going to the penitentiary, buddy. Yeah. And, and here's, an, here's Real quick, another one. It's Merrick Garland, AG, and also FBI Director Christopher Wray have refused to say under questioning how many informants or undercover agents were embedded in the crowd on January 6th. They just refused to say, and they've always refused, and they've been allowed to refuse to say. I think Peter Strzok was part of the conspiring, too. I don't, I don't have access to the evidence. But I believe that Clay Higgins does know the names, and those names should be going, yes, to prison. And, and the, anybody, any reporter or, you know, uh, uh, talking head that says that Donald Trump shouldn't be going after his political opponents, these people are guilty of sedition. What do you not understand? They conspired 11 months, or excuse me, 10 months ahead of the election to do this, J6. There's the insurrection, you dopes. Yeah, but uh, Trump has not gone after his political opponents, but you can't say that about Joe Biden trying to arrest, incarcerate, mugshot Donald Trump. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of been a one-way street on that, but if the shoe was on the other foot, I... I don't think they would like it very much, Joe. <laughs> Great point, sir, Joe. Stay close. Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. There's a tangerine sun. 
You got to have a little George Strait when you're starting a new year. Song called Wish You Well. And we certainly wish everyone well for this new year, 2024. Yes, it's going to be a wild one. You want my prediction? Because you've got a couple of pretty significant forces heading into a collision. Trump on track to victory, ahead in all the polls, dominating everything. Up against that freakish band in the deep state, the ruling class, the unelecteds, the ones who have tanked this nation, wrecking the place, but yet have a fair amount of money behind them and pretty much will do anything to hold on to power. How's this going to play? I like our odds, and I say that we just go on and win this thing. Let's let the bad people be defeated. What do you say? (laughs) It's time for that if we want to have a country to live in and be proud of and respect and the rest of it. That's just how it has to be. Sorry. You start thinking about J6, and yes, we are mocking it because we're in the mockery stage. I've been, I guess I've been there a while. But think about this. What's a bigger deal to you? Ask some propagandized leftist who sits around watching CNN and MSNBC all day. What's a bigger deal to you? Propaganda, propagandist victim. J6, with grandmothers sauntering around the Capitol taking selfies. Or 8 million illegal aliens coming into this country. Possibly criminals, possibly terrorists, possibly drug dealers bringing the fentanyl. Which one, you know, you gotta... Which one is seems like a more of a insurrection, shall we say? Which, which one of those two? Hmm. Just throwing that out there. Anybody uh, have a thought on that? Which, which one seems like the insurrection? The wide open border with eight plus million, probably more coming in in Biden's term? Or grandmothers respecting the velvet ropes and the Capitol statuary? Which, yeah, think about that one for just a moment. Let's say hello to Mike in Littleton. Mike, Thanks for checking in. Any thoughts you're having in this new year? Well, I'm having a lot. Happy New Year's to you, Matt. I told your screener I wanted to kid the host a little bit, but I'll just say uh, before that, Joe in Arvada, Brian in Arvada, there's something in the water up there. Those guys are informed and intelligent (laughs) citizens. I love listening to them. I saw the Clay Higgins interview today. Um... It's. Uh, I believe it, um, and I believe I, I, I don't buy into any of the J6 stuff. I'm encouraged to see that Ashley Babbitt's mom is uh, suing. $30 million the, lawsuit. The Babbitt yeah. family and Judicial Watch is uh, yes. helping organize that lawsuit. The only person murdered on J6 was Ashley Babbitt. A, uh, I believe right. she was a Marine, a patriotic young woman yep. shot down in cold blood by one of the Capitol Police, a guy, uh, Officer Bird, who then got himself promoted after that. Mm-hmm. As always, you yeah. are right on. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm astounded by all that, but uh, I, uh, I, I've never have bought into the J6 stuff, and I've seen some of the tapes that Speaker Johnson 
released recently, and uh, you know that shows a lot of people walking around peacefully inside the Capitol. It does show people breaking windows and stuff, but uh, that's uh, it's uh, the narrative is is false. But hey, I wanted to launch into something real quick before you we run out of time. Launch, brother. Your, your show, your show before the holiday. Uh, I think it was recorded. It it it, it made me remember the amazing diversity of the mind of our host now tonight you talked you talked about cormac mccarthy and yeah yeah, he does have a screw loose have you ever read blood meridian i'm reading it right now that's what's making me uh making me think that (laughs) that that looks like the guy dude Ouch, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I tell you, I've picked that up since I read it once. Uh, but anyways, um, you're the guy that got me into Claremont Review, a book. Okay. Uh, you're the only guy on the radio that plays Dwight Yoakam and Buck Owens. And now Doc Watson tonight, Doug, on it. Yeah, I mean, the circle Doc. being broken. But what got me on New Year's Eve, I tuned you in for about five minutes. It's a pre-recorded show. The only host I've ever heard talk about Thomas Keating. Centering yourself, centering prayer. Yes, um, Father Keating. That? Yeah, oh yeah. Father See, Keating. That, that show was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> okay. And every so often, I like to talk about you know bodily stuff and exercise and posture and prayer yes. and meditation, breathing, contemplative prayer. I sometimes I think yes. there should be room for some of these what I call upbuilding discourses, to quote Kierkegaard, another name you might have heard of along wow. the way. Yeah. Okay, okay. See, I, I never hear that in the radio normally either. Um, you, I, I, I might suggest that you maybe do a lifestyle show. You're, 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 you know, you're, you're over so many different topics here, covering more than just politics, that this could be like a lifestyle show, music, art. Uh, you don't do much food yet, but maybe you could do some more on food. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I do food all the time, like when I go to In-N-Out Burger. I go to In-N-Out Burger, and then I talk <laughs> about it. That's that's about as far as I I have gotten. Well, but, you okay. know. Okay. Well, so the amazing but, diversity of the host mind is the, is the topic right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the idea, you know, some, some lifestyle segments, I think. And I do some segments about, you know, got four little kids raising raising kids in the in the Rockies in Colorado and doing stuff like yeah. that, but... I think there's there's a lot of shows out there that do all this stuff on uh, on lifestyle, and uh, we don't want to neglect that that area of life, you know. By the way, you cracked me up on that same show when you were talking about I think it was Quattro and having some issues with uh, planes and maybe boats and. Um, <laughs> I, I've had an experience with, uh, I don't have a Quattro, but I have a Trace, and I had that descending into Phoenix Airport one time, the longest descent I've ever ever had there. You know, they, they kind of lose it sometimes, but uh, yeah, that was that was great, and then you followed that with uh, Father Keating, so, you know, you, it's amazing. You've you got to cover all your bases, but yeah, Father <laughs> Keating is a guy who uh, is a you know Catholic priest who came from the East Coast, ended up actually in Colorado. And I've read a few yep. of his books over the years, but he, he believed in contemplative prayer and a kind of a Christian mysticism. And I think yes. there's something to that stuff. And don't claim to be an expert, but I, I think there's something there. So how, how do you know uh, Father Keating? Well, I've, uh, I've, so I've, I've dabbled in some of the Zen meditation, if you will. Never yes. really stuck with it. And that there's another, uh, I believe he's, Benedictine, uh, John Maine, uh, is he does something called Christian meditation, 
which is uh, kind of more similar to the Buddhist end of it. Yes. But then that led me to Keating, and uh, and this is a this is a whole different tact in a lot of different ways, but it's. Uh, uh, very interesting. I'll, well, I'll leave I it salute at that. you for uh, looking into the to the Zen meditation world. I think that they have a lot to contribute. And uh-huh. uh, I've read some authors that say that their Christian faith has grown by incorporating some of the bodily and postural techniques of the Zen people. And I do yep. think that's what ties into a lot of the uh, Christian contemplative world. That I think Christianity, in a lot of ways, had a lot of that covered already. That what Zen is all about. And where Zen kind of tends to posit more of a void or a nothingness or an emptiness, the Christians are saying, no, 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 it's, it's, it's love at the center. You know what I mean? Right and on. I, uh, I what, think that's, the, that's the key. That, it is. The, the cloud of the unknown uh, is the one work that uh, Funny. I've yet to read. But, I, was, uh, anyways. I was reading that yesterday, of all things. Well, to be continued, sir. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.